This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with great low prices on decorations inside and out like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room, outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with a wide assortment of holiday decor from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with Black Friday prices inside and out. Like artificial Christmas trees starting at just $39.98 or outside lights and playful inflatables to bring joy to the neighborhood. Order holiday decor online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with an assortment of holiday decor plus free online delivery from homedepot.com. How doers get more done while supplies last. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. Um, we're recapping the latest game in Las Vegas Summer League where the Raptors completed what is quite possibly the greatest comeback ever in Summer League in Raptors history. Uh, I cannot <laughs> confirm that because uh, who wants to watch all this tape and who cares about these games that much? But uh, Colin cares. Colin is uh, freshly recovered from um, you know getting some teeth pulled out and... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully this game made you feel as good as the Percocets. Yeah, most definitely. It was nice to see them finally play some competent basketball. And, uh, yeah, it was really good to finally see them give Chris Boucher and Giddy the run they deserve. Man. Yo, quick shout-out to Giddy Potts. Um, oh, yeah. Just for having a very unique body shape. You just don't, <laughs> you just don't see that in the NBA. I'm not saying he's fat or anything. He's just, he's just solidly built. Like, he's he looks yeah. like a Geo dude. Like, um... um yeah, let's let's start there. I mean, OG obviously is a big story, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Just the flow of the game. Raptors came out kind of flat. Um, first quarter, like they couldn't score for the longest time, um, and you know it was shaping up to be another one of those ugly summer league performances that we've seen out of the Raptors so far. But in the second half, the Raptors um, put together some really really exciting stretches to play um, with Giddy Potts, Chris Boucher. And eventually OG um, as three of the main players there. Uh, which guy do you want to start with first? Uh, I'd say Boucher. This is probably the, the ideal game for him because, like, he's been so tantalizing with his potential for the last two years now. Like, Golden State drafted him based purely on potential, hoping he could be this ideal uh, 3 and D center. And this was basically, like, his agent should send this this tape out to every single team because this is the best he'll look in a game. You know, you can't ask for much more than six blocks, 12 board. I mean, uh, 12.6 boards, six blocks, two steals. He's shooting, like, 70% from three across the last two games. Like, you can't really ask for much more out of the guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, he showed the full package today. Like, the fact that the man had six blocks. On one stretch, he had, like, a quick block. I think it was the end of the third or start of the fourth. And then immediately jumped up for another one. Like, just the athleticism for him um, is such a big factor because – he doesn't really look imposing, but he's just deceptively yeah. really long. Uh, and his positioning is pretty good, too. 
pretty mobile as well. Um, and when he starts to mix in some of that like pick and pop game that he was doing, um, especially in the fourth quarter there where he was really on an exciting run, um, finishing alley oops and stuff like that could be a very promising player. I mean, I mean that's prob- that's pretty much why um, he got that uh, NBA invite last year with Golden State and. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's going to latch on somewhere, I mean, why not the Raptors, man? He seems to have, uh, I don't know, he, he's, he looked like he was having a great time. Yeah, I think he's definitely someone to invest in. Like, if you had to choose between him and any of the big man prospects oh that we've God. had so far, like Siobhan Thompson or anything like that, I would definitely pick Boucher. Siobhan's, like, a pretty slow-footed center, and, you know, like, in pick and roll, they're just dropping him back, and guys like Monte Morris are just kind of toasting him every single time, whereas Boucher can switch on to, like, obviously he can't switch on to, you know, the best guards in the league, and he's struggled against, you know, guys like Phil Pressey and whatnot throughout summer league, but he's looked competent switching on to most people, and, like, he's like a theoretical 3 and D center. Like, he's, you know, Kevon Looney if he had a 3, if Kevon Looney was, like, 25% worse, and that's, like, you know, what a lot of teams are looking for in the draft these days, especially, like, with a with an undrafted flyer or something like that. Just picking yeah. up a guy in a two-way, he'd be a great addition. Yeah, for sure. Um, Giddy Potts. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think like he can definitely shoot really well, um, and that was on on display tonight again with uh, with uh, four three-point makes. But also, I felt like he was doing a little bit more driving to the rim, and also just defensively, he wasn't sort of as bad as he was in the previous games. I felt like. Um, especially when the Raptors locked in for the fourth quarter, a lot of that came on defense and them forcing turnovers and hitting threes. And I think Giddy was a big part of that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's a couple instances, you know, just based on his stature, especially where he's a combo guard, where he's just going to have guys shoot over him. But mm-hmm. he's just such like a gritty guy. He gets into people like he just kind of takes the space away and he really makes up for his disadvantage of height. And his shot is quick. Like yeah. that thing is like like that one he had in the corner. He, there was no dip whatsoever. He caught that at his chin and just shot it immediately like. He's showing a lot, like kind of, you know, it's a bit frustrating that they didn't really give him more than like 12 or 13 minutes in a game until now because he's really showing his stuff. I had a bunch of Giddy Potts uh, stands in my mentions after my column because I left him off of it, and I can see why now. <laughs> there are Giddy Potts stands, huh? Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Middle Tennessee runs deep, man. <laughs> they got internet in Middle Tennessee? They, they got Twitter.com <laughs> over there, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, Giddy is, especially for a team like the Raptors, like there's just not a lot of shooting around um both with the raptors or even at the raptors 905 level if that's something he's interested in um and this would be a nice like piece to have like um just pretty much a no-nonsense catch-and-shoot guy who can put it who can even like put it down on the floor just a little bit like he's not gonna finish a, a you know uh over top anybody or anything like that but just the fact that he could be a little bit mobile with the ball he has a little bit of a handle i saw him put it behind the back a couple times when people um try to uh you know steal the ball from him like that's enough. That's enough of a prospect, especially at the G League level. Um, yeah, those two were definitely um, pretty impressive. I thought, honestly, like it was probably a good, like one of the best games from McKinney as well, just because I felt like oh yeah he wasn't really forcing his offense as much. And even still, I'm looking at the box score, two of seven from the from the field. I mean, um, I just think McKinney was more impactful rebounding wise, and the fact that he hit two threes uh, is pretty big. Yeah, he had some really good stretches. It was by far his best game from a plus-minus perspective. I think every other game he was at least like a minus a minus 10 or so, and today he was a plus 19 or plus 20. Like he was just making way better reads, you know, he wasn't forcing up shots. He only took like he had he only really took trail threes. He didn't take any of those contested ones like in like an early shot clock situation. He took a couple of those like, you know, difficult floaters he does, but he got bailed out in a couple of them and he did a good job initiating contact and whatnot. And defensively, he, that was his best game, I'd say. He switched on to Monte Morris a couple times and defended him well. 
Like, uh, even OG was having trouble stopping Malik Beasley for stretches, and Alfonso did a pretty good job just, like, you know, making him take contested, tough, like, step backs and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, the last guy, we're dancing around it, but OG, I mean, 22 hmm. points, four rebounds, a block, 9 of 17 shooting from the field. Um, just a really impressive game for him all around. Uh, and also with Dwayne Casey in the stands to watch. That's weird. Dwayne, like, what are you doing here? But, yeah, um, yeah OG showed up. <laughs> Yeah, he played really well. Like, the only troublesome part would be obviously the three turnovers, but we saw, like, how comfortable, like, over the last few games, he's looked so comfortable, like, once they've uh, gone small. Like, their whole run today was with uh, Boucher at the four, and they took Thompson out for the entire, like, after mid-third quarter. Mm -hmm. And with OG at the four and Boucher at the five, like, things looked so smooth. Just, they could switch everything on D. On offense, they could run it out of OG through the mid-post and whatnot, and he he could come up and set a screen on occasion and pop, like... Yeah, like I think playing him at the four unlocks a lot of lineup versatility. It's uh, it's really encouraging to see. Yeah, and I think that's I think ultimately that's the plan for OG uh, with mm-hmm. the Raptors long term, uh, assuming he's not moved down to some sort of crazy Kawhi deal. But uh, yeah. I mean, I think OG just continues to show a lot of confidence in his offense. Like he, I, I don't think him driving to the rim and creating off the dribble is going to be a consistent facet of his game. But um, mm. the fact that he's willing to shoot the threes the way he is, the fact that um, He's switching ends of the floor so well uh, and, and being a transition threat. And also, like, a little bit out of the post. I, this is the one. This is what I really like from Nick Nurse today. There was one possession, I think, in the second quarter where the Raptors tried to get OG into the post. They couldn't get it done because um, the Nuggets defender was fronting him and they couldn't really get the pass in. And then the next possession, they called a timeout. Um, and, like, they drew up a specific play where OG was setting, like, a back screen for somebody to come in up to get the ball. And then OG went naturally into the post. And they were able to deliver the ball really easily to OG after he got good post position and OG scored. Like, that's good coaching by Nick Nurse. That's the kind of stuff that you want to see yeah. uh, out of Summer League to just, A, develop the player. But also, B, it shows you, like, you know, like, I mean, it's not the most complicated thing to set a back screen and turn that into a post-up. But, like, the fact that Nick Nurse had the idea to do that and saw that as something that's important really does kind of um, – you know, it's a nice feather in his cap. These are the small details that I think would really help the Raptors. Yeah, it's, it's no Brad Stevens, but, you know, it's a start to see some good, like, out-of-timeout opportunities like that. And especially, like, not just some set play for a three, because Nurse is known for his innovative style. It's nice to see him, you know, mix things up and go with something they're not expecting and throw G down in the post. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, I think, honestly, any scenario where it doesn't, um, it sort of limits how much OG needs to dribble, at a defense mm-hmm. and create for himself, whereas he's as compared to when he's just finishing a play, he's way better at just finishing a play right now. And mm-hmm. until that handle fully flushes out, and uh, you know he can really try to make a threat towards the basket, or at least you know shoot off the dribble or something like that, he probably needs to have things set up for him, and that's primarily in the post and in catch and shoot scenarios and in transition. And today he was great at all three of those. Oh um, yeah. Did anyone else stand out to you from the Raptors roster today? And uh, I don't know. Are you excited to see more Raptors basketball? Because I would say coming into this game, I didn't. I wanted this to be the last summer league game um, we were covering. But uh, after today, I don't know. I'm a little bit refreshed. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what will happen. It'll be nice to see a little bit of a Cinderella run. You kind of hope they'll, uh, they'll they won't like take OG out of it. They'll let him kind of just take the team as far as he can go. But yeah. I, I saw some really impressive stuff from uh, Raleigh Alkins. In the first half, he was a bit reckless. You know, I think he ended up one for nine in the end, but. 
He had a bunch of really promising assists. He flashed a bit of Marcus Smart potential in the second half, just diving for loose balls, getting in on no boards, making some really reckless passes, but they'd somehow go through and uh, find an open shooter. And then Miller McIntyre, 11 yeah. assists. Like you know, he's been hitting guys for open shots all like all the whole time in Vegas, and guys have not been making shots. And today we shot like 43% from three, and like finally like he gets rewarded for. Because he's got that quick burst, and he's got that really good handle, and he keeps getting in the lane and getting guys good looks, and now they're they're finally hitting him, and it started to pay off. So, I wrote about him in my column the other day. I think he's I think he's pretty. He's obviously not ready for the NBA yet, but I think he's a sneaky nine hundred five pickup. Like he could be something. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he's got good length too, mm-hmm. um, for a point guard. I mean, he's he's got a good wingspan, um, and he can clearly pass. I I just don't know if he can consistently shoot. Like the fact that I saw him turn down a lot of wide open threes in, uh, yes. in the third game was not encouraging but um I, I don't know i mean if you have the quickness to get by your man and collapse the defense and make it move a little bit then that's like half the job of a point guard especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to um you know uh, be a distributor type of point guard um you know what let's revert to sort of the regular season style and pick our three stars who are who are your three stars for tonight's game uh i'd have to go with first star would be boucher because yep. that's probably the best uh like nba game he's played so far um, then probably Potts and OG. I put OG ahead of Potts probably because OG kind of contributed a lot more from a defensive perspective. But that was Potts just played himself into a possible training camp invite. So yeah, and look, the game could have got away from the Raptors at the end of the first quarter, but Giddy Potts came in um, mm-hmm. and really gave them a spark with two threes, uh, and he was pivotal in the fourth quarter too. And man, the, the Boucher line is just—I can't get over this man. Twelve points, six rebounds, and assists, two steals, and six blocks. Five of seven shooting from the field with two threes in 22 minutes. That's a crazy amount of productivity uh, for mm-hmm. a guy coming off the bench. And uh, who knows, man? With the way Nick Nurse is coaching, I mean, Chris Boucher is probably going to be starting the next game because it's not like Nick Nurse is uh, anyone is nailed down into the starting lineup aside from OG. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they just uh, leaned way into Boucher and cut a lot of Siobhan Thompson's minutes. I'd love to see what they could get out of Boucher for the rest of this. Really experiment and see what he's got. Yeah, and and uh, it's also nice to not have to see guys like Augusta Lima and uh, oh, yeah. Marquis Teague, man. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're nice people, but like they were just not cutting it. That's all. Um, I'm just curious why it took them so long to uh, shift to Giddy and Boucher, but I'm just glad they did eventually. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, Malcolm Miller separating a shoulder is not you know what we want to see, but I, mm. I think that has created a little bit more opportunity for guys like Potts and even Jordan Lloyd a little bit. <laughs> Lloyd was okay in the fourth quarter as well. I thought. Um, and you know they're they're stepping into it. I mean, Malcolm Miller was was bricking a lot of stuff. So, but hopefully yeah. he's, he's fine and his shoulders okay because that's such a sucky time to get injured. Um, yeah. Over on the Nuggets side of the things, um, do you have a Gerald Henderson Award, which uh, is given out to an opposing scrub that uh, randomly lights up the Raptors? Uh, no, I wouldn't say so. I think uh, like I guess some people would consider. Beasley a scrub just by NBA standards, but I've actually been fairly high on him. Like if mm-hmm. he hadn't gone, to, if he'd gone to a different situation, he'd be in the rotation right now. Right. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say so. I think I think both Monte Morris and Malik Beasley, those are the only two guys that really had great games, and those guys are both NBA players in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Beas- I mean, I'm a little bit surprised to see you only shot nine to twenty three uh, yeah. <laughs> from the field, which is kind of crazy because like every time I looked up, he was you know stealing the ball and, and dunking. I think he had five dunks in the game as part of nineteen points. Let's just give it to Malik. Um, mm. but uh, yeah, okay. There's going to be more summer league. Colin, are you excited? Yeah, let's see how far they can go. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm kind of excited, but also I just didn't want to do more of these pods. But <laughs> it's fine. As long as they win, I'm I'm, I'm happy. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, do you what what? I don't know when the next game is, but uh, yeah, if you're free, I think it's uh, Saturday uh, against the Hornets. Okay, okay. The Hornets mm-hmm. beat the Warriors today. Mm. Yeah, Devonte Graham and uh, Miles Bridges, I believe. Oh, that's so, not bad. And Willie, and Willie Hernan Gomez, so or Wancho. I think it's Willie, not Wancho. So that'll be yeah. a good game. Okay. All right, and Dwayne Bacon. Oh that's, yeah, it's actually not. It's a, it's, it's pretty talented for. A, yeah, that's a good league. roster. Yeah, I'm always looking forward to seeing Mangok Mathiang because I always think he's like Vietnamese or something, but he's not. Um, all right, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk again on Saturday. Sounds good. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.